0: Hello and welcome to Cartoonist Fabe. My name is Jim Rugg. I'm Ed Piscor. And I'm Tom Scholey. We are going to look at the Mark Miller, John Romita Jr. classic, Kick-Ass, issue number one from 2008. But before we do,
1: Ed, tell us about Red Room. Murder on the dark web for fun and profit, it looks nice along that I the was going to say, <laughs> that's a better fit than some of the books we put it next to. <laughs> uh, the Anti-Social Network trade paperback hitting store shelves November 9th, man, uh, collecting the four-issue Anti-Social Network kind of season of comics. That we put out there, uh, plus about 70, 75 pages of additional material, including like a lot of extra art that you've never seen before. Uh, Get these comics at your local comic shop. If you pre-ordered from Fantagraphics, you should be getting them before it, uh, before the holiday season, so in time for gifts. But after that November 9th date, uh, Fantas is suggesting hit up Amazon. Amazon bought half the print run, and we want, we want to make those comics disappear so get them at your shop order a pre-order for fantagraphics or hit up amazon in a pinch a far side gary larson joke yeah right all the there. gary larson <laughs> fans out there take okay i'm
2: seeing like the video game chiller where you like shoot at like a torture chamber with a crossbow yeah
1: man totally uh get these co- comics coming out november 9th if you want to read ahead of time hit up my patreon three bucks gets the archive there and i'm serializing the next round of comics uh there Go to these links on my link tree in the description below this video. You can Get this book, get the issues, and get the, the
2: uh, Patreon. Tom, where can people find your latest greatest? Yeah, check out Jack. Uh, check out Fantastic Four Grand Design. Uh, uh, the the whole story of the Fantastic Four in one volume. Uh, it's my tribute to Jack Kirby and and um, you know done done in, in my my own way with my own uh, you know quirks and twists. Uh, but it's the complete narrative, and then we have uh, Jack Kirby: The Epic Life of the King of Comics. It's the life story of of Jack Kirby, told in the comic book form, and you know, all in all, in one volume. It's it it, it was a big task, you know, telling the story of his whole life. But you know, there there it is.
0: A very worthwhile subject matter, especially on cartoonist kayfabe. You can pick up my young adult graphic novel, The Plain Janes, about a group of high school artists who, bored with their suburban life, start making art in public and create all kinds of controversy in their small, quiet town. Uh, I like to call this my shoujo manga. 500 pages, the complete epic in one volume, perfect for the young adult reader in this upcoming gift-giving season. You can also join me on patreon.com slash jimrug, where you can see original art, scripts, process, layouts, see how I make the comics I make, like the Plain Janes, Street Angel, Octobriana, and more. That is at patreon.com slash jimrug. So, we are here to talk kick-ass, and uh, this is a compilation reprint of the first three issues. We're only going to be looking at issue number one, but want to open that up to the kick-ass one cover, because kind of an iconic image. Mm-hmm. You know, when this book came out, it was uh, part of Marvel's Icon publishing line, which was their creator-ownership owner ownership line and um this was the book i think maybe the most successful in that line mark miller talks about it of course in his text piece in the uh, in the afterword. but i think it sold something like three times the next bestseller at the time this was a hit kick ass
1: mm-hmm. it, it and it almost got me uh, to read it at the time and, that, <laughs> and, and that's that's no diss on any of the creatives involved like i like them all but what i'm saying is i was so far removed from marvel dc at the time that this came out like when did this come out like 2008 was the uh was the original printing yeah i was so i was so far removed from this stuff like marvel dc has like like abused me as a reader uh long enough to the point that i was like full bore indie kind of guy but you know i i heard tell of this and everything and frankly i'm so glad we uh cracked this open to read uh for this episode because I enjoyed myself a lot and plan on reading uh, the the rest the rest of the comic. I want to point out Tom Palmer on inks, great inks. On, I, uh, I, I I think of Palmer
0: J. as being like the best Neil Adams inker, the best Gene Colan inker, guys who aren't easy to ink. I don't think, and uh, he always made them look great. And of course, you know, father of Tom Palmer Jr. of Palmer's picks, Wizard Magazine. So a lot of Palmer history here, the, uh, cartoonist kayfabe.
1: The uh J. R. J. R. pencils that I've seen in my day don't look. Easy to ink, or put it this way, the interpretate like the person interpreting those those pencil marks can fuck it up pretty easily. I think that's a good way to say it. Yeah. See, see some of Danny Miki on freaking that Superman uh, year one comic for for examples of the of the bad. Um,
0: I wanna I wanna talk about the overview of what this book is, but I I, I think the first well let's say it quick. The the idea here is realism, right? And and I make air quotes whenever I say that. But uh, a high school comic book nerd decides to get a superhero costume and become a superhero.
1: From from the jump here, the thing that that I made note of more than anything is, like, beautifully paced. Like, the arrangement of every moment is perfectly constructed to give you peaks and valleys of kind of emotion as you're going through. We know this, right? That, like... Uh, you know, superhero real life, Phoenix Jones type Pacific Northwest superhero gimmick shit, which comes later as inspired by this. We should have asked Miller, like, yo, dude, what do you think (laughs) about those those dweebs putting on helmets and shit like that and really, like, pepper spraying?
0: You are spot on with your pacing, though, Ed. I mean, this is a a complete victory superhero moment, followed by almost, you know, kind of the, the repeat page, right? Like, here we are again from above. Only things have gone completely wrong.
1: Flip that page. <laughs> and summon it up pretty well. You know, this is not your dad's uh, superhero comic. Flip that page. And then uh, it's paced even with the captions where it's like, oh, this isn't me. This is just some douchebag <laughs> that's like uh, inspired by me. Here I am. So it's boom.
0: And, and the great thing is, because I think th- this goes through the whole thing. This is a guy with the history of mental health problems, and you see him like the bloody aftermath, cut to the bloody aftermath of this guy's attempt to be a superhero. I think the mental health problems, put those
1: on kick ass, put
0: those on <laughs> our narrator, because like there are gonna be quite a few moments that look that
1: way. Well, I mean, he is like a, uh, what's his, name? Ignatius Riley kind <laughs> of uh, unreliable na- narrator in a way. Uh, I'm the guy with the electrodes attached to
2: his testicles. <laughs> <laughs> And, and Miller's always kind of looking with an eye towards like movie adaptation of, of his work, uh, and this is this is the beginning of total of uh, of um, uh, Lethal Weapon, you know, and and where you know, so you you hear the the car alarm going off after the after the body like slams in, you know.
0: You know, it's worth noting because this is like Miller world, right? Like at this mm-hmm. point, he had kind of gone from giant Marvel event comics, which he had written many of to then pivoting to doing creator own, you know, original work. And great salesman. One of the promo pieces for this comic was a video that they staged uh, that dropped like right around the time of this, the attempt to do a viral video promotion for Kick-Ass. And, you know, it was guys in a parking lot, you know, on a shitty camera, uh, stuntmen, you know, beating up somebody or whatever. Not exactly a scene out of here, but similar to a scene from this. And, uh, you know, it's Miller being Miller, like Brilliant at selling comics, like probably one of the best comic book salesmen of this century. I was always thinking, like, who these, uh, who the great salesmen in comics are, yeah. you know. And you have, of course, Stan Lee as your archetypal mm-hmm. father figure there, but you've got the McFarlands, and I mean, Miller's on that list—that short yeah. list of guys who sell their books. On,
1: on the uh, on the shoot interview we did, like, it, there's so much freedom in a, in being okay, not being liked, and he'll do that stuff where he's like photoshopping you know, his comic (laughs) uh, uh, words in in Times Square. And these fucking Twitter dweebs will try to just be like, you're, you're misleading the public. Like you don't get to be in comics anymore, blah, blah, blah. He's okay with that, man, because he knows like all publicity is good publicity. Keep talking, keep putting my stuff out there. Stay true to your convictions. Know that you're a good guy and uh, let, let, the haters sell your comic for you
2: yeah and and stan lee is his hero like he (laughs) he has stated clearly that that like stan lee's the guy he's sort of chasing and and yeah like just sort of like pro wrestling stuff he's he seemed to catch on you know pretty early miller you know among his generation of like using all that kind of stuff
0: yeah he does a lot of that
2: that well even even the
0: summary of like what is
2: the pitch of this
0: book you know it's so easy to understand it's the comic book nerd putting on the costume like Every comic book nerd has had that idea. It's it's brilliant in its simplicity and add back to the pacing. We get this one page where we cut to, This isn't him, this is him, he's being tortured, but perhaps let me start at the beginning. Yeah. So mm-hmm. turn the page and we're back into, you know, origin of this character essentially and he's a nerd in school who (laughs) fantasizes about his teacher uh you know who stalks the the girl that he likes in school uh again back to the mental health stuff like she is like get away from me the doorman said you've been standing here three hours get to see the doorman (laughs) yeah so you know right away it's like "Mm, we got a very unreliable narrator telling us this story which is pretty good for what the story is
1: jrjr's storytelling visual is just so perfect to me because it's like you got you got the buxom t- you got the ass shot uh the body language here is going to be repeated whenever he adorns his costume and is under his clothes you see the whole body language change what if uh john romita jr drew my friend dahmer that's what i'm saying man totally right it, it, it kind of looks like him. yeah
2: and this is kind of, It's kind of like our, just a reimagining of spider-man and it's kind of like, what if Peter Parker like really was a dork? You know?
0: <laughs> yeah, in a very
2: '90s cynical yeah. uh, or, or post '90s uh, social media. And it is edge. that like um, Malcolm in the Middle, uh, Parker Lewis can't lose. Kind of like quick cuts and sound effect, you know, and and that kind of stuff. There is little stuff too, like that
1: still harkens back to Marvel comics, mm-hmm. where the where the sort of storytelling sensibility is treat your reader like they're dumb or something so like you don't need all of this captioning where it's like my dad was just in the other room like the body language like jrjr sells it you could you could cut half that caption because you see it visually but it's the show and tell that uh is kind of a classic stanley stroke really
0: here we're doing our uh, you know post-tarantino let's talk about pop culture in this case comics culture mm-hmm. arguing over the comic book movies which you yeah. know fr- first and foremost in, in mark miller's mind probably um, it it just it's not pandering exactly to the comic, to the wednesday crowd of comic book buyers but it's damn
1: close i mean i i i i think the opposite i think Maybe he's, it is. he's clowning no i think <laughs> i think he, i think he's 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 like people are reading stuff, and he's and he's parodying them. You know, it's not pandering, but it's like making fun of them. Here, he's
0: pitching his idea to uh, you know to become a real life superhero. Why not? And then whenever like the girls walk by, they all shut up. That's
1: a right. great moment. <laughs> the the other
0: thing that's neat in here is uh, Ramita Junior talks about like a lot of the setting. It's it's his neighborhood. Which I guess he's done in different, different comics where, you know, maybe a, something in a bar will be a bar he's familiar with or a restaurant or whatever. In this case, it's his neighborhood,
1: which I think is kind of a cool a little bit of detail in there. You know what, what stinks is that, and I'm guessing that this was page one. You know, like so, that, oh, so like we're getting a page turn. but maybe not. Line. But no, because
0: the page turn works there. So the yeah. page turn works here. There could have been ads in the original yeah. One yeah, too,
1: because that doesn't. That, that feels feel so it. unnatural.
0: Yeah, you're right. That that does make sense that it would be a yeah, page maybe, turn. Maybe and I,
2: there was an ad here. Yeah, you but know? you
0: know, it's funny to think about in this context because this is your. I don't know what the collection is actually, how it's paginated, but you would assume, like, this is ad-free, trade paperback would be ad-free, you kind of assume this is how a trade paperback would unfold, but
2: probably right about, you know, like, typically page one is going to be a right-hand page, so, I don't know, weird. Yeah, I know sometimes, like, Marvel would have, like, a title page or a recap page or something, you know. And yet, like you said, an ad. That
0: kind of makes me mad now. I'm reading this and I'm thinking about, like, where are these spreads? Because you get your glorious page one of this new hero that we're all excited. We bought a new comic, a new issue one. And then you turn the page and it's, like,
1: stuff going wrong and seeing how wrong it goes. Like, this would be kind of a good spread. Now, here's the other thing, too, man. Like, like the story could just be, in terms of formalistic comic book stuff, just getting away from that, like they don't care about that stuff. It's like That's we have too. we have these pages. You just just do Ramita it. Ramita well,
0: Junior's done thousands of pages, and they've all had ads that he doesn't get any control over. So
2: who knows how much he's paying attention to left, right, right. Page Even trends. like this, it's not like some crazy surprise is happening in this. So you it's know. the
1: first reveal, and mm-hmm. and like I mean, it belongs yeah. on the left. It it feels unnatural like that. This is what you're seeing because it it, it obliterates the mm-hmm. joke there.
0: <laughs> this is funny to me. This feels like a uh, taxi driver kind of moment. Totally. Right? Look, looking at yourself in the mirror. Even doing the point of view where you're seeing through the mask your reflection of yourself. I mean, he's really going after it. I almost pulled out Jam comics. Bernie Moreau's, yeah. uh superhero yeah. on a rooftop eating a sandwich. And, you know, w- w- what kind of crime do you really fight when you're dressed up this way? And it made me think Jam's costume is even Degreen. very similar. Yeah,
1: for sure. See, there's the smug energy man when he's got his little wets and it explains the costume that was something i was like curious like how are we, we going to get out of this one and he just explains it's like a wetsuit that he got off of ebay so it's like you needed that caption at the very least
0: yeah it's funny the idea of him wearing that under his clothes totally it's, it's such mm-hmm. a
1: uh once again, not sure this guy's in a, in the right right headspace. And also, like, I mean, it's a wetsuit, so like, that's keeping you know, there's thermal qualities to that. This boy is stinking. <laughs> he definitely is. I worked on a river. We had wetsuits
0: that we would rent, and yes, they stunk. Oh, <laughs> bad. My brother's in a pro wrestler, man. He's just, those knee pads, man. He's coming up with names for characters, and they're terrible. <laughs> bad night. N- nasty ass. <laughs> All right, man. We're gonna get our first, uh, our first little bit of action, right? Yeah. These guys are cluttering up the
1: neighborhood with their graffiti, and uh, he doesn't like that. He's gonna to try to uh, clean it up. And you know what, man? That those like Pacific Northwest superhero guys, you know, they would have really rotund, morbidly obese friends hold hold the iPhone camera while they're doing stuff. <laughs> like I'm serious, and it would be shit like this. And and it would be the same reaction where people would be like, "Who the fuck you? You fucking loser!" You know, it's it's it's. Imagine Southside on a Saturday night with a bunch of drunk yes. people, and like one of these douchebags shows up, and they're like, "Get the fuck out! Are you, you fucking douchebag?" And then uh, these superhero dudes with the masks, they all find out that the grade of pepper spray that you get to buy really isn't shit. Like, even girls, like, I've seen videos where, like, these dudes are even spraying, like, chicks in the face who are, like, beating up on them. And it just makes people mad and still fuck you, try to fuck you up. Like, it
2: doesn't stop anything. That's that's uh, that's good to know for everybody who carries pepper spray. You better get the good stuff, Well, man. for, like, the next generation of kick-ass, like, when somebody does, like, okay, you thought kick-ass was the realistic superhero com- Now I'm going to do this <laughs> realistic superhero comic. They'll start bringing those notes into it
0: yeah you go from like uh 25 issues spread over several volumes to like one it's a one shot because you're dead at the end (laughs) yeah um hey i was looking at these marks so we we talked about tom palmer for a second there's like a dry brush mark on these walls that really looks like pencil to me Mm. I, i have no idea what i'm seeing there to be honest and i love it because like again a guy who's got at this point 30 years or so under his belt and still trying to figure out like how do i how do i make some good marks Based on how comics look in this
2: day and age. Well, Ramita Junior like draws with the side of his pencil. He does a ton of that stuff, so it is like you're always, every every time you you got to ink a uh, Ramita Junior page, it's like how do I handle that? And maybe it's like, hey, maybe I'll handle it this way this time.
0: Yeah, pretty pretty good stuff though. I do like the uh, the inking on this. It's a little bit different than what I'm used to with Ramita Junior, and I like that. It gives the book its own uh, distinct feeling.
1: This is that earthy, muddy color that. I think it's brought up too. yeah
0: I'm not as thrilled with that it's very yellow but I do like some of what look like uh, believable
2: watercolor kind of wash effects and stuff some of these background textures I I do like some of that they made a brush well you know uh, you know just talking about how you're reacting to reading this book now and how when it came out it kind of wasn't on your radar like I remember when this book came out and I hung out with you guys and stuff and it was like it was like a new book like it felt like okay this is like this is like state-of-the-art kind of comics And now it's a nostalgia book. Now we're kind of looking back fondly on this era of 2008. And it kind of does lend a little charm, you know, to it that that maybe wasn't present at that time.
0: So they beat the shit out of him pretty quickly. And they're like, uh, what's your name? And he doesn't know, hasn't thought of one yet. That's it's, It's... It's such funny comic book stuff, like, grafted onto this. It's funny that I feel like Miller trolls everyone whenever he uses words like realistic or whatever, or what if somebody really put on a
1: costume. Like, he it's is, silly. He, he, said, he said as much in our, in our shoots and stuff, man. And, and he's always done that. Like, if you get people on Twitter to retweet your stuff and, and, and yell at you, people are going to be curious what they're yelling at you about. Yes. And you just promoted your stuff, man. It's the easiest manipulation that it's we that true. we can take advantage of at this point. And, and uh I'm a fan, actually.
2: He's he's a prankster, you know, in in real life. So. I feel like this
0: dude aged about 10 years in this fight. Yeah, you know, goes from like spraying graffiti to like pretty pretty major league bad guy here. Yeah, gutting gutting uh, guy. misdemeanor hero.
1: to straight up uh, manslaughter.
0: Yeah, yeah, man. Because like it's. Insert the knife and then yank it out like that's Freaking a slash. Sepuku. Yeah, it's not a good, a good thing. Make making soup in there. <laughs> <laughs> and off he goes, lead, leading a, uh, a pretty big blood trail behind him.
1: Great body language in really JRJR artwork, man. He he never draws the same running pose twice. You know, like whatever he references or just his knowledge of the human figure, like. He never draws the same run. This
0: whole page is just masterpiece storytelling. Yeah, it is. You know, the, the body language, as you say, even the guys running away, we don't really need to focus on them. They're just foreground fodder. And then here we go like one cut of the camera.
1: Damn. Headlights for the car. Now we're seeing, ins- and we see our guy inside the car. We see our guy the unstoppable force and the very movable object. Look at how
0: smart it is too. Like he's totally behind this car. Yeah. As, this, as these headlights are coming up the street. And then we see him just starting to peek out. Exactly. That's really serious attention to detail. And of
1: course. The very movable object gets hit with a product benzo. placement. Yeah. <laughs>
0: probably product placement they wouldn't be too thrilled with. Manga pace, man.
2: Yeah. Yeah, and and this like widescreen format that we've seen on the pages like leading up up to this, just it's just really effective. Like it's a really good like default storytelling setting.
1: And and it, it when it op- you open things up, man, it's really for a purpose.
2: Well, yeah, you notice like that last panel on the previous page, all of a sudden the widescreen tightened focus yes. know, for like the deer in the headlights. Yeah, exactly
0: right. You get your contrast from the smallest panel on the page to now these big maximum size panels. And his body is just twisted up in every single one of those. Yeah. It's it's uh, really good stuff.
1: I love to see like the way JRJR builds his figures. It's just like he, these conic shapes. Mm-hmm. And then he just puts drapery on top of them.
0: That is, that is great body figure work there. And that's it. That's the end of your first issue. What an issue! Like, right. if, if that was it, if it was one issue, I'd be like, hell of a comic, Ends like pretty, pretty satisfying. It. Um, yeah, it doesn't look like we're gonna get any more uh, kick-ass after that. <laughs> but it's it's really a complete thing. You know, like we look at a lot of first issues, see how they construct them. It's pretty rare that you walk away satisfied, as like, all right, that's 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 a very satisfying complete piece. This feels like it, man. Mm-hmm. Yeah
1: yeah yeah and once again i didn't read this first go around uh when it when it came out this is my first time reading issue one and i'm gonna read the rest okay favors like follow subscribe to the youtube channel hit the bell we'll notify you when new vids are available what's out there
0: join me on patreon.com jimrug where you can download out of print zines and mini comics you can see original art sketches layouts scripts The process of how I make the comics I make, like The Plain
2: Janes, Street Angel, Octobriana, and more at patreon.com slash jimrug. Um, Check out Jack Kirby, The Epic Life of the King of Comics, and Fantastic Four Grand Design. Uh, Check out my Patreon. Go to patreon.com, search Tom Scholey, and uh, watch my YouTube channel, Total Recall Show. Uh, Red Room, the Anti-Social Network trade paperback in stores November
1: 9th, man, collecting the entire uh, first season of Red Room Comics, the Anti-Social Network. Uh, Get them at your local comic shop uh, after November 9th. Uh, If you pre-ordered from Fantagraphics, you should get your stuff in time for the holidays. And if not, you don't have a good shop in town. You're going to get it online anyway. Go to Amazon. Get it ASAP because they bought Half our Print Run. And uh, they're holding equity. They're holding weight. In Red Room, and we need to make that uh, make that stuff disappear. Hit up my Patreon to read the comics ahead of time uh, for the next round of issues. We're going to start putting out in December. All those links in my link tree in the description below. You can subscribe to the Cartoonist Cafe e-newsletter at the links below this video.
0: You can also find Cartoonist Cafe T-shirts and merchandise at the links below this video. Given them those merchant orders, man. We're going to be on our way. Read more comics.